What's up, everybody, and welcome to Whiskey Sex Talk Season 2. David, we're finally here. Well, we're finally here. You're over there. I'm over here. It's uh, it's a brand new day, and it's a brand new year for us, apparently. So a lot has happened, guys. Um, I actually moved to Israel, and uh, Corona happened. And I think a lot of us were not expecting that to happen in like the, you know, in 2020. Um, how are you spending your time, David? Like, how's everything in, in the U.S. with the corona and whatnot? Man, the U.S. of A is, uh, you see a lot of people that are getting anxious. Uh, mm. it's, a, it's a little surreal to see the streets of L.A. without traffic. But that's kind of been the scene right now over the recent uh, two or three months with this, with this lockdown and stay-at-home order. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm still working. I guess the one thing is, it's not as many uh, online dates as obviously you can imagine, since uh, you know most people are staying as close uh, to their family as possible and away from everybody else in between. There is a Facebook group. I don't know if you know about this. It's called Corona Crush. Oh man! And it's pretty cool because what people do is that they go on 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 the Facebook group and they post a picture of themselves. And a little quick bio. And what the cool thing about this is that instead of like swiping right or left, like people actually, you get to like hit the person up if you are interested in them and exchange, you know, a couple of messages and see where it goes. I actually have a couple of friends who um, join Corona Crush and they, well, they're talking to someone right now. They're talking to, to people and I think uh, things are going good. I had a friend here in Israel. For those who don't know, I actually moved to Israel. I made Aliyah, which means I decided to move here, and I'm officially a citizen of Israel. But anyways, so I had a friend uh, this past Wednesday. He went on a date with a girl that he met on Corona Crush, and the date went really well. Um, they went out for a walk, and I, was, I saw him this past uh, Shabbos, and we were talking, and he was just telling me that they really, really hit it off because they had enough time to talk. Um, you know, so they had enough to kind of build that foundation that is so essential when you meet someone, you know, versus just like swiping right and then meeting the person and then just trying to like letting things escalate so fast. And uh, so a lot of people I do hear that are, are having su- good success stories on uh, <laughs> on Corona Crush. Yeah, it's kind of brought like the traditional dating back into focus, right? Because now you're now you're compelled to actually talk and engage with people mm-hmm. as opposed to like trying to you know go out grab drinks hit the sack right away or you know or or you're or you know you get one party that's really interested in a long-term relationship immediately the other one's not so much and now you're like it's almost like a boxing match you're trying to figure each other out at the same time like asking questions having the conversation and you know, for all intents and purposes, you're not really worried about putting your fr- your your best foot forward because mm-hmm. there's not a lot you can do in terms of like dates and ideas and things like that. You really can't go to a lot of places, so you have to, you know, it's the conventional conversation, the questions and ask uh, questions and answers, and the active listening, as they would say. We actually have time in our hands, so we can't say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm too busy. Like, I don't have time to get to know someone." Like, <laughs> I think now people are are really invested, and they're trying to get to know people. Yeah, that's the that's the that's a interesting thing now is that you have no excuse, and at the same time, um, 
you know, obviously you want to do it for the right reasons, but if you're in this kind of a situation, it gives you a better perspective on like what you feel is, is most important for you. So some people it's money, some people it's work, some people it's having a, a, a stable relationship, others it's having, uh, you know, their family ties kind of brought back together. So, um, you know, bringing a significant other into the folds uh, is an interesting dynamic, especially at this time of the year. I've met a couple of people on Tinder and they, because of Corona, they don't, they're so negative about everything that they're so like, they don't want to talk to people. So there's that aspect too. I mean, on the, on the other side of, on the flip side, I mean, you have people who really don't want to talk. I had a guy, it was like, he was just like, you know what, dude, he's like, it's not going to work. Like, um, like it's like, I can't do this right now during Corona. <laughs> yeah. I think the good thing about that though, is, is it, it definitely helps you not waste time and it helps you eliminate people from, from your, your sphere, you know, like you don't need the negativity around. So it's quick to, to pull the, the cord on that. So you're not going through like a month or two months of trying to get to know somebody, you know, you should know right away with something like this, like if there's an opportunity for, for a conversation to last and any kind of relationship to bloom from it. And it was not the case. I think it's like the best situation for, for people. So, you know, right away, as opposed to having things dragged out, that's the worst thing you can possibly have, right? It's like dragged out situations and, and trying to get to know somebody and poof, all of a sudden they're gone and you have no idea why. I mean, do you feel like you're caught up in that or how do you feel? No, I, I mean, I, you know, for the most part you, you get, it's, you know, for everything that is now it's, it's really you know pretty volatile and, and, and political. So you do get a lot of people that are, are extremely positive and mm-hmm. other people that are extremely negative. And that's just how they are right now. Like in general, not in terms of like the dating aspects. So you just choose who you want to be around, especially in this kind of environment. You don't want to have your mind stuck in the negativity and you don't want to have like right. no, a cloud hanging over you. So it, it's hard enough that, you know, we're rather limited on what we can do, where we can go and who we mm-hmm. can see. So you don't want to bring that extra burden on you. It's almost, it's the difference between having, it's almost like this. It's like having a car and having a house, you know, uh, yeah. having, having a house is a lot. Having a house is an asset. Having a car is a liability. You know, you make a purchase for both of them, but one of them's a deteriorating, a depreciating asset. The other one is something that can grow for you monetarily. So when you have that kind of relationship with somebody, you don't want that crap on you. You know, like that's the worst thing. I mean, it's bad enough if you're like out mobile, going out and engaging, and you come across someone that's just flat out lame. But to do right. so in this kind of a situation, it's like, all right, dude, if you want to be miserable, be miserable by yourself. Well, you know, it's like you have people that rather purchase the car versus the house. Right. They rather do things backwards. I mean, it's it's really a preference. You you said it. You know, you're going to be spending time with someone, so you got to make sure who you're spending your time with and make sure is it is it worth your investment or is it worth it? Is this person worth it or not? And I think at the end of the day it seems like people are vulnerable or they don't want to feel vulnerable. Yes. I mean, in in that sense because we have time and that's the thing is that now that we have time, you know that you, you, you have the, the ability to invest in, in getting to know someone, but some people feel scared. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And, and you know, like some people need that release. Some people need that, um, need that comfort. And, you know, you just hope in the situation to do it for the right reasons, but at the same time, you know, like you need some kind of attention, right? So, um, you know, whatever comes about, if it's on Facebook, then, you know, then have at it. <laughs> right. 
no, hundred percent. And you know what? Speaking of 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 uh, preferences, I recently got into a situation where the debate was uh, lights on or lights off um, okay. in bed. Normally, you don't think about these things. You know, normally, like, okay, lights off, that's fine, lights on. But then, like, um, I had said like lights off, and then there was an objection, and that is what threw me off. And I started ask, and I asked myself, you know, after, I was like, why was I so hesitant to like have sex with the lights on? Like me personally, I don't like lights anyway. Not not for that reason, but I just don't like lights. Um, that's part of the reason why like, I'm a I'm a night owl, right? But I think, yeah, I think that uh, I you know I, I think there's something awesome about not having lights on because it's more of a of an intimate um, motion where you can't use the visual aids, and you're more of just like feeling your way through, like right. <clears throat> you know through the through, you know almost through like the lining of the bed, right? Like lining of the blanket, and you just kind of navigate through that, and you let your mind wander. And that's a very powerful thing. So when you're in that kind of an environment, no matter if it's like hot, chill, you know, steamy, whatever it may be, subtle, mm-hmm. I think that it's uh, I think there's something really intimate about that. Now, conversely, someone could say the same exact thing with the lights on because it's just right. like direct eye contact and whatnot. But um, like if you put a gun in my head, you say, well, what's your preference? I'd say lights off. Um, I, I'm more lights off uh, type of guy or... Um, I have this um, lights on, but dimmed like a night light, like dim lights for sure. Um, Because it adds that like romantic vibe to the room. Yeah. Very like intimate because I'll tell you something. I had a friend um, who likes having sex with the lights off and, (laughs) and he's dating this girl and um, something terrible really happened to him. I feel so bad, actually, to the, for the girl. So it turns out he was having sex in the dark, and he went to go, like, pump, um, put lube on his hands. Okay. And what he didn't realize is that he ended up pumping hand sanitizer oh. on his penis, and his girlfriend at the time really... I guess like it burned so much inside that they, he like literally like burned her. Like they, it was like burning, you know, especially for her. And she turned on the lights and she freaked out and they had, they, they realized. And that's one of the things that sometimes happens to people. Like you might be grabbing the wrong thing. And also too, like you have people in situations where like, let's say you're in the middle of a sex position, you're switching. I heard, I had another friend of a friend who sat on someone else's toenail thinking it was their <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that, you know, they got bigger issues than that. No pun intended then. Um, so that's it's like, pretty... you know, there's some negative things to like lights off because you're not seeing things. You're not wait, wait, seeing wait, you. Wait, hold on. You're burying the lead. So what happened after like she got burned? Like what did they do? She had to go to the hospital just to make sure that nothing happened um, to uh, her. <laughs> Dude, that's like something from American Pie or American Wedding, you know? Like, no, but dude, seriously, like, that's dangerous. I mean, these are like the things that people don't think about. Like, you might grab something. You're not, you know, I mean, 
the thing about like having sex with the lights off is that it is what I agree with what you're saying, but there's also things that could generally happen. Like you're not looking where you're, where things are at. Like you're not really connecting with someone. And when you're having, you know, you're, you're, you're having sex with someone that's like an intimate thing. And I feel like to an extent there needs to be like, I know I like the lights off, but I actually also like the lights dimmed. And if it's dimmed, at least you can see things, you can connect, you can make the eye contact, and you can see the other person's face when, when you're having sex to see if you're doing th- good things. And, and, you know, guys are very visual uh, um, creatures, and they like to, we like to see what's happening, you know, what we're seeing. Like, you like to see the smile on the other person, like, like how you're making them feel. And, um, but then I've heard some different things that I hear that people who, like, specifically people who don't like... Um, they they don't like the lights on and like having the sex in the dark are people who have like um body issues like body like you know they don't feel confident um and that's one of the things why people like to have sex in the dark is they don't feel like confident naked and it it got me thinking like i i can be one of those people depends who i'm with um and i think that there's that's not a good thing necessarily because you know, you're supposed to be, it's supposed to be the opposite. You're not supposed to be thinking about yourself. You're supposed to be thinking how you're making the other, how you're going to make the other person feel. And, you know, it's, and, and we're, I think a lot of people are self-critical of themselves, especially like, you know, when you're naked, I think people are, we tend to be a little bit harder on ourselves. And I'm talking about like, I feel like the majority of people are like that. I mean, with the exception of people who, who feel confident, you know? Yeah. Actors and actresses, right? um i don't know about that but i'm talking about people who are like into like working out and like know that they look good like naked you know what it's funny you say that because there are some people that are not in good shape physically and they have no shame and they like they you know they don't got no shame they'll strut their stuff so i'm down for those people that are totally confident i think it I think it goes along the lines of, of the comfort of the other individual mm-hmm. 100%. That's with them, you know, that makes them comfortable. So yeah, if you're not worrying about anything else, you wouldn't be worried about that. Right. Um, you know, if that person gives you that kind of relief. So, you know, I, you know, obviously I've, you know, we've all been in those circumstances, but like I've, I've had that happen and I think it's coming upon me to, to make sure to, alleviate any kind of anxiety or fear or like any thought of of that about like not being adequate or good enough or something like that. And, you know, I, I think that's, that's, you know, the individual's job to overcome, but at the same time, that's what the partner's there for too, right? Cause you're in this together. (laughs) Right. But then there's people that don't. And I think that at the end of the day, like you should always feel confident even in your, like in your birthday suit, you know, but it's hard. I mean, cause society tells us so many things we have to look this way. We have to. And I think that at the end of the day, if you like having sex in the dark and you're so scared of having sex with the lights on, I think the best thing would be to like try it with the dim lights, get out of your comfort zone. And if let's say, and if you like having sex and with lights on, like try doing it with like the lights off, like you got to put yourself in all these different, um, situations because that's the whole part of like you know being in bed is like having having sex is like you you can explore different things with your partner and i i think it's not it's not all black and white when it comes to these things 
Um, I think that we should all try different things. I mean, there's people that don't like when they're, when they're drunk, they rather have the lights off or lights on. Yeah. I know more yeah. people that like to have the lights off when they're drunk and they're hooking up just with someone that they don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's another I, I, question. I mean, do you, do you care if you like, would you have the lights on with someone that you know or someone that you don't know? Um, lights on with someone I know. For unless, sure. Okay. Unless, unless, I think there's, I think there's always conditions. Right. I think, yeah. if, I think if the person's like a smoke show, uh-huh. And it's just it's just a random. I think lights on, but if the person's not so hot, I think you gotta go lights off just to. Oh uh, wait, you can't be shaming someone. So You're first not. of all, why wouldn't you be having sex with someone that's not so hot? Like I mean, uh, you know, I mean, because you had beer, beer goggles. Yeah, beer goggles for a reason, right? You know, like you, uh, you get those you get those times where you know, I don't know. I might be drunk, but I still know what like a good looking person looks like. Like for yeah, sure. you know, but but you know what? You're not always gonna. You're always not. You're not always gonna hit the home run. So sometimes you gotta hit for a single or hit for a double. And you know, there's there are those times where, yeah, the circumstances, depending on where you're at and how much you had, I, I think that they dictate. Like, yeah, turn those suckers off and uh, hope for the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, and I, you, you're right. <laughs> I don't know like I just feel I would feel bad because it's kind of like there's people you know there's actually people out there too that like they'll have sex with people who are less fortunate looking just as like their token fuck of the of like of the year of the month whatever can you yeah. believe it like that yeah I could believe it I think it happens I think it happens a lot more often than they think too whether it's for revenge satisfaction money availability comfort like i think all those things come into play i mean how many dude how many times do you see like an older guy with this like 20 or 30 year old woman and you're like no way she should go for this that guy. or yeah. vice versa yeah yeah exactly but you know okay so uh, all all that aside from all that i think that talking to going back to what we were talking about about lights on and lights off i think that the majority of people like in in america I, i'm gonna say i don't i mean I'm just going to say in general, people like um, having sex with the lights off. I think a lot of it has to do with like our Puritan values. Sex is not supposed to be enjoyable and it's supposed to be for procreation purposes. And I think subconsciously we've all like have associated having sex in the dark as like something that it just ties in with that taboo. Am I making sure. sense? And then like, no, yeah, the totally. body image focused society, like, the United States, I mean, the whole world, like we were being bombarded with like so much of like, you got to look this way. You got to look that way. And if you don't like, oh, you know, it's like the guilt comes, it's like self-inflicted guilt. The whole experience of having sex should be positive and um, it should be a very, very positive experience. It's not supposed to hurt. It's not supposed to make you feel bad. I think it's supposed to let you feel free. People don't normally like think about these things about like lights on and lights off. And what does it mean if you like the lights on and what does it mean when you don't like the lights off? And what does that say about you as a person? Yeah. I think it goes with different age groups, right? Like you're not, you're not, you're not worried about that when you're younger. Are you? I wasn't. I think probably like maybe when you're younger and you're still like a teen, well, not a teenager, but when you're starting to explore when you're in college and you're exploring, like you might not know these things, you know, like it depends how you, what you were introduced to, I think, 
Because let's say like your first time was with the lights on, you automatically are going to associate having sex with the lights on. Or if you were introduced to it with like having the lights off, you're going to automatically have sex with the lights off. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I wasn't, uh, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but like, I wasn't worried about that. And, you know, some people, some people were, but for the post, most part, no, I, I think maybe now that could be the case. Um, but I also think that it's more of like a, more of a preference now. Uh, like, you know, what else do, do you like in, with the ambiance, I think that's just like you mentioned, like having a little bit of a dim or uh, like a little bit of a moonlight or something like that nature. I think that just adds the preference as opposed to like an assessing of like, Oh, this has to be on or this has mm-hmm. to be off, you know? Right. Cause I mean, there's some sort of vulnerability vulnerability when it comes to um, yeah. having sex with the lights on or the lights dim. Like you are genuinely, but I mean, sex itself, it's all, I mean, making love, having sex. It's, it's a vulnerable act period. Well, as I say, with the lights on, there's like more, um, there's more power given one way or the other, or it's more powerful as a sum, you know, like, like there is that point of domination from one side or the other, especially with like eye contact or, um, yeah, like with eye contact and the whole, the whole action of it. I've been in situations where like, no, I have to have the lights on and I'm so self-conscious about everything i think the best advice would be to ask i mean not at that exact time (laughs) i think that's like a total buzzkill but i I think the best thing would be is to ask just like inquire about it because it's like anything else it's like you know if you're in the pool or if you're in a jacuzzi Mm -hmm. or a bathtub or shower like those are preferences i'd want to know about that's that's definitely something that my strike zone you know like i would want to know what's you know, what's, what's a trigger point or what's like a soft landing spot. Like those are things I would definitely ask. You said it, you, you have to kind of, both people have to feel it out and have to like, make sure like they all feel comfortable. I think. Yeah. Cover level. Yeah. 100%. Um, uh, and then you got to figure it out because if you don't like the lights on and you like the lights off, then try dimming the lights or trying and having a nightlight. Cause at least that adds something and it's not so intrusive to some people you know people who don't like having sex with the lights um lights or have or having the blinds open you know get the blinds open right in the daytime yeah or yeah at nighttime too like and there's some people that do that they'll actually like um they will like you know open the blinds up or open the wind or open you know literally the blinds to let in light outside light in that that also works too or hallway lights that's another way thing too people like will leave the you know, the door open so that the hallway light can like, you know, uh, spill in. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I'm right there with you. Light. Who thought that light plays such an important role? Like having lights on lights off is actually like a thing for people. Yeah. You know, like, uh, it's like when you leave a bar or club, right. And the lights come on, they say, get out of there. It's like, Oh, the ugly lights came on. That's exactly (laughs) the fluorescent lights. You're like, Oh, that's what I, that's what I was talking to. Yeah, it's exactly it. It's exactly For some it. people, it can be. But I think that at the end of the day, we should be approaching this in a positive way, for sure. Yes, absolutely. And that if you feel not confident with uh, the lights on, I think you should try dimming the lights. You should really get out of your comfort zone and find ways how you can improve your self-confidence at the end of the day. 
Because at yeah, the end one, of the day, you're, you're pleasing the other person and you want, you both want to be pleasing each other and making each other smile and, and satisfied. Yeah, 100%. Because uh, <laughs> obviously, what's the point of doing it if, if you can't have fun doing it? 100%. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today's topic on Whiskey Sex Talk. If you guys have any questions or comments about today's um, topic, which was uh, having sex with the lights on or lights off, feel free to send us an email at whiskeysextalk at gmail.com. And please don't forget to follow us on all podcast platforms. Once again, I am Romeo, and this is my co-host, David. Till next time.